It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now on today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday right here on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic of this Apple podcast is the blueprint, uh, I'm sorry, is the business blueprint. (laughs) And as you know, or maybe you don't know, but I love talking about entrepreneurial adventures, endeavors, because I'm an entrepreneur and um, we always need ways to be more creative, to reach our audience. To you know, to help and make an impact on more people, right? Because I'm believing that that's why we go into business for ourselves. Because maybe um, we don't like we didn't like working for other people. Maybe we wanted to um, you know um, venture out and do something that was near and dear to our hearts, or something that we know knew that uh, you know people on the planet needed. Whatever caused you to go into business. I'm here, the podcast is here to support that and by bringing you real value, real talk, and real events. So that means every week we come to you, we hope that we have given you something that brings value to your personal and or business life. Then real talk is when we uh, have movers and influencers on and we have a real conversation what what it is that they do and how they bless the world. And then real events, I talk to you about things that are going on in my life or pop pop culture. So that's what we do here on the Lisa Lewis Show. And we love coming to you every Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I hope that you are gleaning something from these podcasts. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and in the search bar you put in the Lisa Lewis Show, we will pop up. I believe there's another Lisa Lewis, but I will pop up. There's no other The Lisa Lewis Show. (laughs) There's no other show that has that title. So you'll see my face. I'm wearing glasses and red and braces and with the red, uh, uh, the the red uh, in my mouth on my braces. So you you won't you won't miss me. Uh, trust. And then uh, head go ahead and download those podcasts and listen to them. And then leave us five star reviews and um, a review saying something uh, as simple as love the podcast, love the content, very informational. It doesn't have to be long and drawn out, but that allows us uh, to get further up on the algorithm of Apple Podcasts, and it allows people to know that you are listening, and we'd love to get your feedback. If there's something that I haven't covered uh, that is entrepreneurial-wise or business-wise or, you know, or something that you feel that the world needs to hear, then uh, please reach out to me. 
You can call me directly at 210-240-8845. You can also talk to me online by writing to lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. And you can head over to the internet and type in lisalewiscompany.com and see what we have going on. I also just wanted to let you know that Lisa Lewis Company is a media and special events planning firm. Media is what I do every Thursday. And um, I also love putting on events for movers and influencers. That is people who are making a dynamic impact on the world or you know that you have something to share and you would like to make a huge impact on the world. We provide you with voice, value, and visibility by coming on the Lisa Lewis Show, and we provide that by putting you on a stage, and I travel to you. So if you are in these United States and you would like me to travel to you, I do do that. So consider hiring Lisa Lewis Company for that, and I promise you that uh, the value will outreach, (laughs) it will outsurpass. Or, or, you know, um, uh, the price that um, I charge. So it will be a fee plus expenses. But I promise you, if you are a mover and influencer, the value that you will bring to your audience will be so worth it. Okay. So um, just, uh, you know, if that's something that you don't have the time to do, and that's, and some people say, well, why do, you need an event planner. Well, why does anyone need an event planner? I put it to you simply like this. With uh, a wedding planner, what she does, she or he does, is they provide, they make sure that uh, the venue is set to go, right? And then you and your uh, spouse-to-be you all have to send out the invitations and make sure that the right people are there so that when you walk down the aisle, the right the people that you want to be there are in those seats. So flip it. That's the same thing an event planner does, okay? <laughs> I am not a um I am not a promoter. So an event planner does the same thing that a wedding uh, planner does okay but I just plan events so I will make sure that the um, the uh, place in which you want to have your event is ready to go I even uh, handle the vendors I handle the venue I can do negotiations for you um, things like that right and then it's up to you to fill your seat your with the audience that you know that you can make a huge impact with, right? So that's where you come into play. And of course, since it's your event, you get to pay for your, you know, your event expenses. It's really that simple. It's not complicated. So I am not uh, an event promoter, but I am an event planner. So I will set the stage, (laughs) and then it's up to you to have the right audience there for that stage, and then you get on stage, and you do what you do in order to move and motivate the people that you put in the seat to the next step, whatever that next step is. So hopefully that is simple enough to, to say what an event planner does and what 
um, I can provide for you. So if you're just tuning in, you're probably saying, what is she talking about? Well, today's topic is the business blueprint, and I'm going to share with you some steps that every entrepreneur should take in order to build their business. So let's delve in, shall we? (laughs) Starting a business is one of the most challenging and rewarding things you'll ever do. The process is simpler than you might imagine, but to try to boil it down to five or 10 steps is an underestimation and an injustice. The following steps to start a business are, for the most part, necessary, though some businesses may be able to skip several steps and others may be able to accomplish them completely out of order. So take these platinum nuggets (laughs) and uh, jot them down. And these are just some suggestions that I feel are needed in order to start a business. Um, But use them uh, in whatever way they suit you. And if they don't, then, uh, you know, just move on. Number one, be inspired. Your first step is to get inspired to be an entrepreneur If you're listening, you're probably already there. Number two, have a passion. Few business owners are successful without a sufficient passion driving their efforts. Find something you're passionate about and do that if you can. And if you're not passionate about it, find, you know, something that um, you are good at. Something that you're naturally talented to do might be different from your passion, okay? So I like to stress that hopefully, you know, um, if you're doing what you're passionate about, that's a plus. But you also need to do something to pay the bills, right, while you're uh, working on your passion maybe on the side. So I just want to clarify that. Next up, number three is educate yourself. You don't need a college degree, but you do need to be aware of the risks and realities of business ownership and be willing to, when I say educate yourself, I don't mean just sit home and just read self-help books, okay? I mean, educate yourself on what it is that your industry is calling for, for you to be the best at. So... That education could look like some of the following things I'm about to mention. Webinars, conferences, uh, um, podcasts, uh, going to conferences, live events. It might mean networking. It might mean hiring a mentor or two, right? It might uh, also mean uh, going to the library or going to Barnes & Noble and picking up that self-help book or that business book. Um, it also might entail going back to school if you can financially afford to do so. And so um, that's very good. And while we're on that, as you guys know, I just love doing different things, right? And why not? I am going to go to real estate school, so I'm going to become a luxury real estate agent. (laughs) I've always loved um, dabbling in real estate. I love new bills the best. And um, I have been dabbling and doing real estate ever since I was 16. And so it is that time, people. So see, I'm sharing something with you. Um, I am going to 
make it happen. And so I will keep you updated on that journey. And it's just another form of income that I'm going to um, apply to the tool belt. (laughs) So prayers uh, are appreciated as I walk this journey of real estate. So if you are just tuning in, uh, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and we are exclusively talking that radio. So stay tuned. And after the short commercial break, we'll return to talk more about the business blueprint. was a bitter part of value. One lecturer at Cornell University School of Hotel Administration traces the do not disturb sign roots to the aristocracy of the early 20th century at grand establishments such as the Ritz in Europe. It sure is annoying when you just want to be a slug of bed and someone knocks at the door and says, housekeeping, what's the word for the semi-conscious state between sleep and wakefulness? Hypnopompic. There are days when I wish I could wear a do not disturb sign around my neck. What to call someone who wants to lay in bed all day? A scabberlatcher. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction value. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday right here on Tokenet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic of this Apple podcast is the business blueprint. So let's delve in, shall we? Before the uh, short commercial break, we were going over um, 
educate yourself. So, so far we've only been through three. So if you're just tuning in, this is a great time to grab your pen and paper and take uh, copious notes. So, so far today, uh, we're just going to go over uh, 50 different ways that I feel that would be great in order for an entrepreneur to start a business. Because as we know, starting a business is one of the most challenging as well as rewarding things that we'll ever do. And the process is simpler than you might imagine. So, um, so far we've talked about number one, be inspired. Number two, have a passion. But if your passion cannot pay your bills, uh, there is a need to pay your bills. So you have to do what you need to do and maybe do your passion on the side if it's not one and the same. So let's be clear. We still have to pay those bills. And number three, we talked about educate yourself. And I was just saying uh, how I have decided to become a luxury real estate agent. So I'm going to go to real estate school. I'll keep you all um, abreast to what is going on with my newest endeavor. So stay tuned. <laughs> Number four is generate an idea. This is the hard part. Coming up with an idea that has the potential to launch a full-fledged business. So that's, that might be an area where you write down, right? You write down what you want to do, and then you seek wise counsel to see if it's a doable and profitable uh, feel that you want to go into because you don't want to do something where you're going to be stressed out and make no money, right? That might be a hobby. <laughs> if you genuinely want to start a business, it's because you want to make a huge impact as well as a huge profit, right? Or why do it? So um, make sure that it makes not only sense in your head and on paper, but that it makes good financial sense. So you probably want to get wise, seek wise counsel for that. If it requires a huge finance, you'll probably want a certified or a master CPA, uh, a business attorney, um, you know, things like in that nature that you'll want to go down those steps and also have uh, a business mentor. Number five, preliminarily research the idea. Poke around the web and see what you can find. Are there other businesses like this? Because if there are other businesses like this, some people think, oh, I have to be the only one. You probably don't want to be the only one unless it's just a real genius idea. Other businesses bring more um, business. More, most people think of it the other way, that it brings more competition. But more people who are looking for the same thing are not going to go to just one particular business, right? They're going to spread it out. And so um, one fit might not be for all, obviously, right? That's just like with the cell phone companies. We have different cell phone companies who are buying for number one. However, everybody isn't with that one company. They're spread out, like AT&T, uh, T-Mobile, Verizon, and Sprint. You know, they all have clients. And so think of it that way, necessarily going into a niche where you're the only one, make sure that that's going to be uh, financially doable, you know? So I, I, you know, I say, bring it on for all the podcasters out there. <laughs> How many is it of us on Apple podcasts? 
but it, I always will have my tribe. I'll always have my audience that'll tune in to me each and every Thursday. So I don't worry about them. I say, bring it on. The same thing with event planning. Um, I already know that one event planner, no matter how great he or she is, cannot handle all the people, all the billions of people on the earth. So I say, bring it on. So you have to think about it. Uh, in that perspective as well, I challenge you to do that. Number six, talk to others. See what your friends and family think about your idea and be open to criticism. I almost say talk to people who are in, I don't necessarily believe that's true. Sometimes those are the last uh, uh, group of people you probably need to talk to. You need to talk to someone who knows more about what you're about to do than even you do. That's why I said, seek wise counsel. So you get to decide if wise counsel includes your friends and family. Number seven, develop the idea. Brainstorm to work out the potential flaws and key advantages. Number eight, research and start a business plan. That's what we were talking about. Now's your chance to get more involved. Find out what competitors there are and dig deep to create a full-fledged business plan. Number nine is determine your target market. Not everyone will be your target customer. Find a niche. Number 10, come up with a financial model. How much are you going to charge? How much will it cost to run the business? How profitable can you be? See that word again? Profitable. Because <laughs> there's no need to go into business if you cannot be profitable. Even nonprofit organizations make money. It's just the way that it is structured, right? But um, so if you are a CEO of a, a nonprofit, you can ask them. They still get a paycheck. It's just the nonprofit is structured different than a for-profit, but you better believe that the people are not working for free usually, especially the ones at the top. So um, you want to make sure that if you're going into something, you know, it's going to be profitable. That brings me to something I was just, because, you know, my son and I are already having a talk. He is 10. Uh, however, he will be, um, he'll be 11. Uh, this month. So we're super excited about that. However, you know, we're already talking about business because he sees that his mom is an entrepreneur and he knows that he wants to work for himself as well and provide opportunities for other people to be able to work uh, with him. So um, we're already having the conversation about uh, how profitable is it going to be if he, you know, if we do get into MIT or if we get into NYU or whatever that looks like, you know, if we were only going to, um, you know, get a degree from it and then he's going to be $300,000 in debt, that is not going to work. <laughs> so we're definitely not going to do that. So we have to do things that make sense. Okay, we're going to get this. And is this price profitable for when I get out? Am I going to be able to find a job that, you know, we were driving to school the other day and this kid was talking to me about that. He was like, oh, well, I, I, I'm going to, because um, we were talking about, uh, what were we talking about? 
oh, he was saying how he was going to talk to his um, to his dad about uh, <laughs> you know getting me gifts like for uh, Valentine's Day, uh, Christmas, Mother's Day, uh, and my birthday, right? And so he says, okay, so if I, if you get money, if I talk to him and I say, oh, when he comes to me, son, what, son, what do you think your mom might want? He says, it'll, you know, uh, and I said, well, always money, uh, money and jewelry or um, gift cards at a spa is always good, right? So he says to me, this kid, <laughs> he says, okay, so if it's money, I, I want to get a certain I want to get a certain percentage of it, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, because you know I'm t- I, I like to teach him about business, negotiating, and deals, right? So I said, okay. So he said, yeah. So if he gives you a hundred dollars per hundred dollars, it's five dollars for me. If he gives you um, jewelry or gift cards, you get to keep a hundred percent of that. <laughs> so you gotta love it. So anyway, we're having those conversations about is what you're doing profitable? He and then he went on to say how because he needs that money that he would get from that side deal with me to save for when I have to get out. <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to get out. You know, like you're not even in, you know, you haven't graduated and you haven't went off to college yet, but we've had that talk. He was like, well, I don't want to be one of those um, 30 year olds who's still living at home. <laughs> so, so it's very funny. And so anyway, I was just like, oh, well, you're not going to have that problem. I don't see you having that problem. <laughs> so he's already trying to save for when he has to get out because <laughs> he knows that it, it costs to uh, live. And then he said, well, let's face it. I might not, I don't know how soon I'll be able to find a job to take care of myself after I get out of college. <laughs> so these are the kind of conversations that me and my 10-year-old, soon-to-be 11-year-old son has. So got to love it. So make sure if I'm having that, if my 10-year-old is thinking about that, then us as adults should be thinking about that before we go into business, right? What's it going to cost you? And when can you get a return on your investment, if at all? And sometimes your passion might not be profitable. So you have to be willing to think about that and consider that. And listen, if you can run a business and you don't need money from it, then my hat is off to you. Uh, Number 11 is come up with an uh, operations model. Who and what do you need to maintain production? Hmm. Number 12, come up with a staffing plan. Determine the people you need to hire to get things started. So as you heard, as you hear, I said start it. So if you are limited, if you're very lean on funds, you might just need to consider, okay, do I need two people, even though the vision might be to hire 50 down the line? So you just have to think about that. So stay tuned. And on the other side of the break, we will return with more of the Lisa Lewis Show.
name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back, all of my new listening closers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday right here on Tokenet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic of this Apple podcast is the business blueprint. So let's delve in, shall we? We are talking today about 50 platinum nuggets that I feel will be essential in starting a business. And however, you may not be able to use all 50, but I guarantee you, one on the list you all can use. So uh, listen in, and we will continue on this journey. Number 13 is come up with a sales and marketing plan. This isn't super, super flush, (laughs) as they say. Uh, Sales and marketing are what will drive your business to grow. Number 14 is come up with a growth plan. How do you expect to scale in the first year? What about years two and three? Number 15 is decide on a legal structure for your business. Every legal construct has advantages and disadvantages. Think carefully about what will work best for you and your company. Number 16 is determine what you need to start. Think about the people, resources, and capital you need and have both an ideal and a minimum range. Number 17 is objectively analyze the risk. Determine how much you stand to lose if the company goes under. Also, I advise uh, having a um, clean house, cleaning the house, so to speak, or clean the business, if you will, and maybe have a, a CPA, uh, you know, look at your books or visit your books uh, if you can afford to do it. I don't know if you have to do it monthly, but I would suggest quarterly, right, because we have to pay taxes quarterly as uh, entrepreneurs. So. Um, having someone who, um, a master CPA, who is good in the field of which you are in. <laughs> so, you know, this is like a, a doctor. Just because they have MD behind their name, they may, they specialize in something, right? 
So I would never go to my orthodontist uh, to do, um, you know, to, uh, <laughs> to do a cosmetic surgery or anything. You know, that's just an example. So you want to get people who specialize in the field in which you're in. And also to look at the books and make sure that you're not spending frivolously, especially in the lean years and the first, you know, seven years of your business, sometimes there's not a profit. And so um, those are the lean years and hopefully not as few years will be lean for you. But uh, from what I've gathered from speaking with others who have gone before me and who've had successful businesses for 20 plus years, uh, there can be lean times. So you need to make sure that you're not doing things where, you know, maybe uh, Jeff Bezos could afford to pay for being in a business where if you're just, uh, you know, a one-man show or have a couple of employees, under 50 employees, you may not be able to do that or even need to do that. If your business isn't making money, something just doesn't make sense, right? Like grandmother used to always say, honey, if it doesn't make sense, it won't make you dollars. So, um, you know, be careful uh, about that. Number 18, if you're ready to quit your current job, if everything looks good, then you can pull the trigger and invest your and invest in yourself full-time in your business. However, again, I will not stress it enough. I'm never telling anyone to quit their job. Your finances and what you have going on, you'll need to talk that out with. If you have someone who's, who you're accountable to, I don't. I'm just accountable to myself, of course, to Christ. But, I mean, I'm accountable for me, uh, okay, and for my son. So, um but if you have someone that you're accountable to, uh, you know, if you're married or something like that, then you have to have that discussion and then um, see, you know, if it's beneficial for you to, to leave your job because you don't want to leave too soon and have to be able to return or you can't get a job in the field in which you left because they've replaced you and then you have to go to something lesser if that makes sense. So what I'm saying is stay, don't quit your day job until your finances depict that you can quit your day job. (laughs) Number 19 is secure capital, withdraw savings or borrow from friends, seek funding or set up a line of credit with a bank or some combination of all of these different things. I would suggest uh, in my opinion, it's never a good idea for, to borrow from friends, right, or family. So make sure that it's structured in a way where you can get, a, you know, a, a loan if that's something that you want to take on and can afford to pay back. Um, again, if this business isn't going to be profitable or pay you it uh, substantially in some way, it may not be worth the risk uh, up front. Number 20 is seek resources and aid join a small business development center and find local resources to help you succeed Um, i believe at local colleges they do have uh, the sba which is a small business um, association 
And that is something that I believe they've worked with the federal government in order to provide. And it's a free service for entrepreneurs. I remember in the when I first um, set up Lisa's company, um, I went to a local university and took courses and, and they were able to help guide me and it didn't cost one penny. So that might be something you want to look up um, in your area if you need to do that. Also, you can find investors. There are some people who are willing to put up, you know, they want to have their money working for them and they believe in you. They like uh, what you say, they like you, they trust you, and they believe in your um, in your business, then you might want to take them on as uh, an investor. And um, um, if that works, if that works for you, then that might be another option as far as coming up with resources and the capital to fund your business. Number 21 is scout for potential clients. Keep your eyes peeled for individuals and businesses that might buy from you, and the earlier, the better. Try to get at least one client before investing a dime. Number 22, register your business name. It's a simple step, but a necessary one. Number 23 is get a tax ID. Don't forget about your tax responsibilities. Number 24, file for state and local taxes. Don't neglect this financial step. Number 25 is obtain any necessary permits or licenses. Your business may require additional legal registrations. Number 26, recruit one or more mentors. Find experienced entrepreneurs who can help you with the remaining steps, offering insight and guidance. This is so true, my friends. Um, there is one or two people that I um, look up to in the industry as a now, because I'm about to head into real estate. And so I've already reached out to that person and said, you know, will you sponsor me? And they said yes. And so um, that is something that you probably want to do just to make sure there's someone out there that has your back or someone out there who's willing to support you, someone out there who believes in what you're doing and will take you on, will take you under their wings. And so uh, that is so important. And I just reached out to someone who is like a mega rock star, okay, and they have um, said yes that they will do that. And so that reassures me that, wow, there's someone out there that believes so much in what I'm doing that they're willing to back me. You know, of course, I have to go out and do the work. I have to go through the courses. I have to sign up. I have to pay. I have to put in my time. I have to use my brain. Um, However, when I get that piece of paper, they're there, right? And they're there to guide me, to mentor me, and to support my business decisions. So that makes you feel so good and and to say, wow, I'm not alone in this journey. So I definitely suggest um, reaching out to someone, like I said, and um, making sure that at least one person is is willing to say, yes, I'll, you know, I'll take a, I'll, I'll, I'll take you on, I'll, I'll, you know, 
I'll support you. Number 27 is find your key location. Your office location, operations, headquarters, and related issues are important decisions to make. Like, do you want a brick and mortar? You know, can, your, can you afford to pay rent somewhere? Or do you have a space in your um, home or apartment or condo or loft in order or, um, you know, parents' basement in order to uh, be able to start your business. I'll tell you that um, Jeff Bezos did that. He had just a section in in a part of his apartment or, or something like that, I hear, and he was able to start Amazon there. So start where you are and then bloom from there. <laughs> Some people, you know, they want to start high and then you're going to zoop like that. It's best to start small and then branch out, right? It tells us even in the good book to not despise small beginnings because that's what gets you started, right? But that won't be where you end, but you have to get started. So, um, just keep that in mind. And now look at it. He is, um, I think, the richest man um, in the world. So, um, you know, be willing to start. And that's the first step with any business. Every business that, whether it be small or big, had to get started. They couldn't just keep talking and talking and talking about it, right? They had to put in the action. And with that came, you know, more momentum. And then other people grabbed on to their vision and their dream and their passion and their goals. And they got other people to join them. And then it became bigger than even, I'm sure, what they could have imagined. So just um, if I can say anything today to encourage you, it's to get started, right? You, uh, you might not see the whole staircase but you have to take each step until you get there. So we're going to go to a short commercial break. And on the other side, we'll continue with more of the Lisa Lewis show. of childhood and it's not just for kids his dogs love it too last night i gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter what's the word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down sliver sauce mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap but there are even more practical uses for peanut butter peanut butter contains natural oils which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair what's the word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth arachibutophobia 
And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday right here on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic of this Apple podcast is the business blueprint. So let's delve in, shall we? We stopped at number 28. And that is establish a unique brand. Find out what makes your business unique and develop a brand around it. And I'll just stop right here for a minute and say that is another way that um, hiring the right event planner will help you achieve that. Because you already have um, a brand. And so all I do is come in and build a stage around to support that brand. You are already your brand, and I just facilitate a space in which you can bring your best self to your audience, okay? So that's another way to look at an event planner and what we do and what we provide. And as always, I'm not going to be the right fit for everybody. But what I am saying is if you're a mover and influencer, then you should allow money in your budget to have an event planner. It's just going to help you free up your time so you can do what you do best, and that is sell your seat. Because, again, I am not a promoter. <laughs> I'm a, I am an event planner. So if you let me plan the, the venue, plan the stage, and you do what you do best is getting people to come there to hear whatever it is that you're selling, then that's how the two connect. So even though it may not be me, it is best to look for an event planner who, has, who fits your personality and your purse strings <laughs> or your wallet and uh, connect with them. That is a key component to having the best event. Don't try to do it yourself because if you're a movement influencer, you're way too busy for that. You need to be talking and always putting yourself out there to your audience 
and then let me do what I do I uh, or whatever event planner you'd like to hire. But I guarantee you, we are worth it. <laughs> so think about that. Number, um, let's see, we did number 29 when I said build up your personal brand. Um, number 30, or did I talk about that? I said number 28, and I'll just say 29 again just in case. Start building a personal brand. While you're at it, build a personal brand for yourself. Number 30 is create a test product or service. Call it a prototype if you want. Create a sample if you haven't already. And maybe get a few people to, um, you know, to, to see, to say, you know, this is a prototype. Uh, I'm going to put together a pop-up, uh, a pop-up Facebook group and just help me with this prototype. And maybe ask questions. Maybe for those people, you'll give a discount to try the product or if you want to give it free, however you want to do that because it's your business and then get the feedback, get some of the, um, you know, most frequently asked questions, right. <laughs> and before maybe you present it to a broader audience So maybe you want to do a pop-up masterclass. Um, that's another thing that I am great at doing for you is a pop-up masterclass. So I can fly into wherever you're at, or I can facilitate it from where I'm stationed at, which is in San Antonio. And so it just depends on if you want me to be more hands-on or if you just like to pay me just to put together the pop-up class and, um, and then uh, you go from there. But a pop-up masterclass to me is a one-day event, um, a one- to three-day event where um, you get like-minded people in a room and you share, you bring value, right? Um, you get in the room and you get on stage and you provide value, voice, and visibility of your brand to your potential clients, okay? So you're the master, you're teaching, so it's a class, and hopefully you will also maybe have a mastermind. Uh, maybe that's with on Facebook or that could be with Zoom. We could get masterminds. Or you may offer, for those select few, uh, say you have a free masterclass, right? You have a free masterclass. But for those who want just a little bit more, for those who already maybe know um, how to get started and all of that, but they, they're missing that one piece, you might want to have a VIP masterclass or a VIP mastermind where we um, get those people together and for, a, you know, a fee, they, you know, we, they can speak to you and, and, and uh, ask their frequently asked questions. You can offer and provide something. Maybe you have another plan. Maybe you, for the audience, for Masterclass, say you provide this, maybe a $2.99 plan. But for those who are ready to take it to the next level, well, they pay to be in a VIP Masterclass or a VIP pop-up mastermind where we go to a great, hotel, uh, you know, a great restaurant and um, you offer them your $2,500 package or whatever that looks like. 
So those are things that I can help you facilitate and help, um, you know, you can uh, pick my brain, if you will, and help, and I can help you facilitate that. So that's something else I do. So, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You can contact me at 210-240-8845. You can send me, talk me a line at, by writing to Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com. Also, you can head over to the internet and type in lisalewiscompany.com and you can send me a message from there as well. I would love to hear from you. Number 31 is establish key vendors and partners. Find contractors, vendors, and suppliers to help your business succeed. Again, as an event planner, I take care of that for you. I work with the contractors, the vendors, uh, the venue, uh, you know, um, negotiating the contract, uh, doing all those things so you can do what it is that you do best, and that is speak to your audience. Number 32, learn and apply your employer responsibilities. You'll have to offer certain uh, benefits, conditions, and withholdings. Number 33, hire your first employee. Hire the bare minimum you need to get started. We talked about that earlier. Number 34, create a human resource plan and company culture. Create some guidelines and hire people who will adhere to them. Number 35 is start selling. Go out and sell the heck out of your product. That is what you do, movers and influencers. You sell, and then you allow people like me to put together an event for you. Because your number one thing and your number one thing that you're profitable for is selling yourself, selling your brand, and you are your brand. Number 36 is launch a website. As soon as you can, establish an online presence. Number 37, outline and begin a digital marketing campaign. Digital marketing is cheap, easy, and effective. SEO, content marketing, and social media are good places to start. Number 38 is network everywhere you go. Make it a point to meet people. You never know who could be a new client or employee. Number 39 is find at least one dependable long-term client. Prioritize getting at least one surefire long-term client. Number 40 is use promotions and discounts to attract new customers. Profitability is not as important as recognition in your early stages. Number 41, learn from customer feedback and launch a second iteration of your products or services. Make tweaks to your offerings, right? Number 42, hire more employees if necessary. When you're ready, expand the team. Number 43 is tweak your operations to become more efficient. No operation plan is perfect. Find ways to improve yours. Number 44, ensure your cash flow remains positive with proper safety measures. Number 45 is scale your sales strategy. Do more. Number 46, scale your marketing strategy. Reach further. (laughs) Number 47 is invest in infrastructural improvements. 
improve whatever you can afford to improve to make your customers happier. Number 48 is learn more about your industry. Reach out to competitors and attend industry conferences. Number 49 is become a thought leader. I love this one. Establish yourself as an authority by speaking, right, being on stages, writing, and hosting events, pop-up master classes, <laughs> Zoom calls, conferences, whatever it is, networking um, opportunities, meetups. All of these are great ways in order for you to be known as a thought leader. Number 50 is evaluate your progress thus far and adjust your business plan. Determine where you are in contrast to where you thought you'd be and think about what expectations you had that went wrong. Revisit your business plan and adjust it to reflect your current situation and understanding. Every business is unique. So yours may not perfectly adhere to the formula. Use these steps as a loose guideline for the course of your business's development and thrust yourself into process, process as much as you can. So I hope that today I was able to bring you voice, value, and visibility. That's what we do here. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. You're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and in.